0: And I'm joined on the line by Anna Trepido. She's author of the book Eating. And we have been talking a little bit about Ting, which is in fact uh, a sorghum pup. Hey, Anna, good uh, morning to you. And thank you very much for joining us. Hi,
1: hi. Yes, Ting is, is fermented sorghum. So it's got that lovely kind of, you know, if you close your eyes and you think of the taste of Southern Africa, it's that slightly sort of soured. Oh, delicious absolutely,
0: lettuce. absolutely. Yeah. Well, we've That's ta- what we've been rude people call
1: that Pretoria
0: brown <laughs> puff. <puppy. laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> we don't talk about. It. I'm from Pretoria, and, and you yeah. know we live on that stuff. But we, we like we, that brown puff. We, we were we were talking about you know given the fact that we are you know in Heritage Month, this is Heritage mm-hmm. Weekend, and we were talking about whether or not uh there is a day that we can uh, look forward to where some of these. Uh, quintessentially South African uh, indigenous foods will make a comeback uh, as uh, as 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 staple, uh, you know, meals that are you know the the the, the staple meal. Do you think that's going to happen, with, especially with Dean? Well, you know,
1: I hope so, and I think you know the first thing, just little plug, is that I've written a whole book on yeah. how yeah. indigenous foods are delicious, versatile, good for you, et cetera. Um, So if people are wanting to do sort of glamorous things with indigenous ingredients, eating is is the book to do that with. But I think in all sorts of ways, they absolutely have to. That with sorghum, for instance, it's drought resistant. There is no water in this country. We really need to use indigenous ingredients that are designed for the climate in which we live. These ancient grains are so fashionable. All over London, there is sorghum. You know, it's being called the new quinoa all yeah. over the sort of fancy food magazines. It's low GI, it's gluten free, it'll even make you thin. You know, it, it's, and it is absolutely delicious. It is so much nicer than maize. I know people are obsessed with maize, and maize, you know, can be lovely. But actually, if we look at ancestral foods, there is so much deliciousness and versatility oh. out there. And if uh, uh, we were just to use it,
0: yeah. people,
1: yeah. you know, we would suddenly. Have a whole sense of kind of pride in self Absolutely. that is currently kind of lacking on our table.
0: Absolutely, Anna, I couldn't agree with you more. Wow. Uh, you and uh, Pimelo started a conversation, I believe, uh, around where is Michael Moran wow. well, uh, and. Are- <laughs> I, I, and I know, I know that uh, the bistro Michel or, uh, or Beige Michel had uh, had been closed, and a lot of people have been asking, "Where is? Is it Michael or is Michel?" He's, he's Michel. Michel Moran Mar- no, Michel Mar- Where is he? And I found
1: him. It was like, "Where's Wally?" We found
0: Michel. Yeah. But Mello
1: and I have been lusting after his sort of iconic duck and cherry pie. Yeah. And um, so, where's Michel? Where's Michel? Well, Michel has reappeared, that he closed Bistro Michel in July, and now he has reappeared at Stain City. So there is a restaurant, and it's like a little kind of seat kingdom, because you think only billionaires are allowed to go to Stain City, and that they'll stop you at the gate and check your credit card and all of that. But you know, the, the amazing thing is that they don't. Yeah. That if you go to Stain City, which is this sort of billionaire-walled kingdom between Dame Fern and Deep Sluit, you will you go to the gate and you ask for 19 restaurants. Yes. And so there it is right at the top of the golf course and people who know about hitting little balls around tell me it's the kind of world's most glamorous golf course. But inside is a restaurant called 19 and inside the restaurant is Michel Moran. Tell me... Yep. then all his deliciousness.
0: Tell me, tell me. I mean, I, I don't know of Michelle's, uh, you know, uh, food. What is it about Michelle's food that has had you and Pimelo lusting after him, Anna? Well, <laughs>
1: you. you know, he's one of those sort of iconic Berg chefs, yeah. you know, that that if you think about every engagement dinner, every big business deal that was celebrated, every kind of dreadful exam failure that was commiserated, he's been there, you know, he kind of, he's the people of everybody's memories, of everybody's special occasions, that he's a kind of classic French chef in the best sense of the word. Yes. Food is elegant, understated, perfect ingredients, really good techniques. And what's happened, you know, that, that at 19 is you think, okay, I've got that little taste of... You know, a world that was less difficult, um, that I think the world's been very difficult for restaurateurs in the last yes. years or so. Yes. Um, in, you know, business in general has been hard and people stop doing those special occasions. So it's a little moment mm, of special occasion mm, mm. that, um, you know, you do have to phone that um, I put the telephone number on the website but you have to phone because staying city want to know that you're coming okay. and then they let you in at the gate, and inside is the world's most perfect niçoise salad. Uh, I had a lovely asparagus risotto that they, they have a pastry chef there such i't I haven't seen pastry like this in, in years, but yes. you know pastry chefing it's, it's a highly skilled um, the ingredients are expensive you don't get. Sort of just dark chocolate puffs of fabulousness, the way that they're making them at 19 anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, over. yeah, yeah. So, uh, if you want a special treat, um, I think go to the kind of walled magic kingdom that is Stain City and find 19 restaurants, and you can even like. You know, send off the more boring members of your family to play golf and <laughs> like, spend the day in the
0: restaurant. It's, you know? good, to he- it's good to hear, Anna, that um, 19, even though it's in a gated community, you can, in fact, phone them uh, and let them know so everybody is welcome to come.
1: Absolutely everybody's welcome. They do prefer it if you make a phone call first yeah. so that they can leave your name at the gate, but it's absolutely worth it. There's a panacotta there with honeycomb that is just yeah, it would be worth
0: sort of selling yourself. Or- and a Trepido, yeah, thank you very much for your time. Much appreciated. And I really appreciate the work that you're doing about, um, yeah, just bringing Ding back onto the map. I really appreciate that. Well, you and me must have a team day. Absolutely, Anna. Thank you very much for your time; much appreciated. All right, we're going to uh, take a little break. I'm going to be speaking to Diane McAlpine. She is uh, the lead SA coordinator uh, for us to find out what exactly is happening uh, on the lead SA front. But I'm looking forward to your qu- to your calls as to what can we do. What can we do to I suppose popularize some of those indigenous dishes? Yeah. Um people like Anna Trapita have written books about it. But what can we do? I mean, the only time that you hear people talking about Ding is at a wedding, uh perhaps at a funeral or at uh Malobolo. But where exactly is Ding? The all of the all of the nutritional What should we call them? Nutritional benefits that you can get them. But there are, there are economic benefits that are there. Uh, And also the fact that we are a water scarce country uh, where a crop such as Ding thrives. Why is it that we are holding on to maize in such a way?